So it's like, what do we, what kind of world do we live in? Like, what were you going to say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, how much was a midget? <laughs> stupid, what up? Break yourself, fool. It's season three and we are keeping it moving. Mr. President, mm -hmm. you will not tell me that you think you could beat Sarah Palin. <laughs> what I'm saying is I don't think about Sarah Palin. <laughs> New name, same thing, and we appreciate all our listeners. So sit back, listen and enjoy. Here's Johnny. It's the Rando Life Podcast. And, as usual, Tig Olvides. Yeah, man, how you been? Chilling, yeah. man. Guess you got that PS5. Damn, you bought it. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got that shit. <laughs> I'll be thinking about it, but I'm not. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till June, man, and get it, man. I'm gonna wait till Cyberpunk gets their shit together. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> they get sued. <laughs> then they have a big glitch right now. They're, man, they're going through some shit. I like how you like, yeah, I just wait to get one. Like, you got the choice of getting one. Bro, literally. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me tell you what happened today, man. So, of course, doing side hustle shit. And I got this app that'll tell you what stores have the stock in. And it, right when they have it in, right? Like, they, they get it to the store. They scan it in like Target. They scan it in and it automatically hits this app, right? Mm -hmm. And it'll, it even tells you what aisle the damn thing will be on. That's how accurate it is. Hmm. So literally it alerted me. I pulled my truck over, went to the app. It, this, this wasn't even five seconds. Pulled my truck over, put it in park, went to the app. The app directed me to Best Buy. Right. Literally. I was scrolling. Like you've seen, you know, the PS5, PS5, and then you've seen like PS5 bundles. Mm -hmm. And you see PS5, you know, two controllers in, in a game. Mm -hmm. And it was like lined up like that. As I was scrolling, the buy now button was turning gray. Hmm. As I was scrolling, like I was, I was scroll, I was like, oh shit. And I go to hit it and it turns gray. I'm like, fuck. Hmm. Scroll up a little bit and you see the blue box turn gray. Blue box turn gray. Like sold out, sold out, sold out. I'm like, fuck, I ain't never getting one, man. I ain't never getting one, dude. This shit, this shit is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't even want to go through that because that's, that's now what people are doing. Like they're, it's a game now, you know, to get it. So like people are like, you are like looking and, and, you know, instead of just relaxing and just one day be in the store and see it and buy it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta sit there and play Russian roulette, trying to get a damn PS five. You got to do gambling just to get the damn PS five. Shit, I almost jumped out in traffic. I'm like, man, fuck this. But, dude, you see what's going on with uh, GameStop's uh, uh, stock? Yeah, I, I I seen it, but I don't know exactly what. I know it's going up or something like that. Is that because of PS5? Nope. So, PS5, I mean, uh, GameStop has been going out of business here for the past, you know, four or five years. And it's basically because people are buying shit digitally now, right? right. For the most part. Well, they, they sell all hardware and 
they sell all the, the you know cartridges and, and games physically still so they're behind the times and so what's up and they don't give you shit for your games <laughs> that's another reason why they're going out of business and that's why the motherfuckers need to go out of business sorry ass bitches go ahead go ahead continue <laughs> like hey i got three ps3s i got a baby i got a fire truck and 300 games how much you gonna give me Game stops. <laughs> oh wait, wait. Checks the register. A dollar. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fifty cent for the baby. But um. Yeah, so cool. what's going on is like somebody I forget who it is in in the gaming industry. Somebody, some famous uh, game developer said, "Hey, GameStop is is trash. They're going out of business." And so, and, and another person was like, "What about their employees?" And he was like, "Well, forget those. I mean, the employees are just caught up in the system." Basically, he basically was like, "I don't give a fuck about them, right?" So, apparently, this hit Reddit. And for our listeners, Reddit is like a uh, place. It's like a big forum, essentially, about any subject that you can. You can. It's, it's like I don't. I don't even know how to describe Reddit. It's like yeah, it's just uh. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, Twitter for like cooler people, I guess. I don't know what you would call it. It's like more <laughs> it's of an weird, active right? Twitter. It's an active Twitter. It's more, yeah. it's like Facebook timeline Twitter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this hit gaming Twitter and I guess the, the, the wrong person heard it and they were like, you know what? Let's call to arms for GameStop and their employees. Somebody, let's just buy the stock. It's at four bucks a share, dude. That was a couple of days ago. It's sitting at like a hundred and seventy-five dollars a share right now. Hmm. That was a couple of days ago. So, I wish I would have thought about that shit because I would have. You, you ever watch uh, Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. I would have pumped and dumped that shit as soon as it hit a hundred dollars. Right. I wish I would have been looking at it. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Yeah. I... But you know that might backfire too, because you can't do insider trading, which I think they're going. They might get in trouble for that, or they might find a way. Because you know they, they'll find a way for. To kind of penalize somebody who's trying to come up, like the common person from coming up. You know what right. I'm saying? They'll find yeah. a way to, fuck it up. Like, oh, you made a bunch of money doing this. Oh yeah, we're not going to allow that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't know. You know. I mean, te- technically, it is insider trading. Anybody, because if you have access to Twitter, to uh, not Twitter, but Reddit, yeah, you would have inside information on what people were doing about it. Right. So yeah, I guess that would count. I don't know. Yeah, they probably yeah, sued it. Yeah, there's no. You know, they'll they'll shut it down if it's like a fast, easy way to make money, and they're not involved in it. You know, if the rich rich people or not rich people, but people who got access to money because that's another thing too like that is the purpose of having a business on the side or stacking your money because when shit comes up and you don't have money to invest you know what i'm saying that's how a lot of people get rich anyways they have a bank account of investing money that's just sitting there so when the opportunity comes up bam you can just exploit it you know what i'm saying yeah if i had you know Shoot, if I would have known what was going to happen, I would have dropped a G in it and just let it go, get to 100 and just cash out. Yeah. Hump and dump, baby. But 
Yeah, I, 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 I'm curious to see what the hell's going to happen with all that, man, because it's, it's pretty ridiculous, dude. Pretty I, bad. I thought I thought the same thing a couple of days ago, but not with uh, GameStop, but with uh, Conor McGregor and, um, and uh, <laughs> Dustin Poirier. So I knew Conor was going to lose because Conor is a paper champ. So Dana likes Conor. Conor is a... Is wait, 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 hold on, hold on, you got to slow it. What's a paper champ? I don't know what the hell that is. He's, I, I'm going to I'm a, I'm a get to that part. You'll understand okay, what okay. I'm saying. But anyway, his record, like when he got in the, the UFC, first of all, what I've heard about Conor is he stole his persona. Like he saw this guy that has these tattoos and stuff, and he emulated those tattoos, which I can't hate on him for, for, um, Stealing somebody's style, but he stole somebody's style. He got in the UFC. He's a good fighter to a certain point, and Dana liked him, and the world liked him. You know what I'm saying? So he's a big draw. So he, so Dana would give him like easy fights. You know what I'm saying? He would mm-hmm. never, and he would talk shit, but he would he wouldn't fight the people who um who were killers you know what i'm saying so for, for the common ufc i mean for the fan of ufc the people who are mma fans didn't really don't really like connor the people who like connor are the people who are the casual um people who just know ufc and just know that one person you know what i'm saying it's like mm-hmm. it's like I don't watch basketball, but I know LeBron James. So I'm LeBron James hype train. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only person I know. That's how it's, they kind of do with uh, Connor. That's funny because you can you can just cynically say, yeah, he did that. Dana let him in to basically hype up the, the UFC. Like you bring in this person, it's sort of like wrestling. You bring in this 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 personality to draw attention and maybe you'll get more fans, but but go ahead. Yeah. So he came in and, and, and then, um, he got popular. He fought some people. Uh, and I'm gonna try, I'm gonna go to his fight record, kind of tell you what his record is. So that way you can kind of get an idea. (laughs) So he came in, he was fighting people, um, he was in Cage Warriors. That's when he started getting popular. He looks completely different there than he does when he got in UFC. So he started fighting people in UFC. Like he fought Marcus Brimage. He fought uh, Max Holloway, which now Max Holloway is a is a is a top fighter. Uh, Diego Brando. He fought him. So then he fought Dustin Poirier again. Back in September 2014, this is when he was starting to get uh, more, rec- you know, recognized more. So mm. he fought, he fought uh, Dustin, beat him, um, and he's got good stand up. His stand up is is great. I ain't gonna lie. So he fought Dennis Seaver. He fought Chad Mendez, and Chaz Chaz Mendez was on top then, and he fought Jose Aldo. Which Jose Aldo was the um, the you know uh, he was the featherweight champion, 
Now, Jose Aldo is a killer. I mean, this guy is a Brazilian fighter. He, he used to play soccer, so his leg kicks are just, I mean, Killers. brutal. I mean, he, 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 he's, <laughs> he's like, my boy was like, I play soccer. I kick a ball. I wonder how it would feel to kick a skull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this guy, if you look at his picture, cause I don't know if you know Jose Aldo, but if you look at his picture, you look him up, he's got a big scar on his face. This mother, I mean, this motherfucker fought all his life. He's like a fucking killer killer. He was a champ for, um, Jose Aldo, just kind of give you an idea. So, yeah, he was born in Brazil and everything. And when he got to the UFC, he became the, he was, uh, he, he became the UFC featherweight champion. He was the first one to have that belt. He won that belt on uh, November 20th of 2010. And he defended that belt, um, Let me see. He defended that belt. Well, he was a WEC champion. So there was a WEC before the UFC. He was a champion there. But when he got in the UFC, he was a champion. He was the only featherweight champion when it first started. He defended the belt one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven times. So he was just beating everybody. Everybody. He was just beating everybody. Beating the brakes off him. Then he fought Connor. That's when he lost his belt. So Connor caught him with the, uh, with a, with a, uh, I think it was a right hand he caught him with or left hand, and that was that was when that was when Connor blew up. So he blew up after that. So after that, he what was that a lucky punch or what? It it kind of almost was a lucky punch. Like they they wanted to uh, run it again, but he didn't fight again. So, you know, that he started kind of ducking and dodging, but people still liked him and everything. So he fought Nate Diaz, my boy Nate Diaz out of California. He's banging. He's like, I mean, he's, he's, he's straight up a gangster when he be fighting motherfuckers, right? So mm-hmm. he fought him and um, Nate Diaz choked him out. So yeah. he, cho- he choked him out and they act like, he didn't even win. They actually didn't even talk about the fight. That's Wait, how, didn't they, hmm? they didn't act like Nate Diaz? No. Didn't, huh. Yeah, they, I'm they, telling you, man, it's the personality, man. It's the personality. Well, yeah, they, they kind of drowned it like it didn't even happen. And he didn't even get a shot at the title. So they, 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 was, they did it in a way where he didn't have to um, defend the title against... Um, Cause now Connor had that title against uh, Diaz, even though he lost. So then they reran that fight again. Um, so they fought. They fought again, and um, they gave it to uh, to Connor. So hmm. so then after that uh, he fought again. This is this is in 2016. So he fought Nate Diaz again in. Um, August of 2016. Then he fought Eddie Alvarez. They gave him Eddie Alvarez. Now, Eddie Alvarez is kind of a a good fighter, but they knew Connor would beat him. So he gets in and he just murders this guy. And then now he (laughs) wins, huh? I'm laughing. (laughs) Yeah, so Eddie Alvarez had a belt. He had a lightweight belt. 
So they gave him Eddie Alvarez so he can beat him so he could be two a double champ. So he beats Eddie Alvarez, which anybody could have beat him at that time. And uh, he won two belts. So now he had two belts. Right? Hmm. So mm-hmm. then he did not defend the belts for t- almost two years. This is when he went to go fight Mayweather and all that. They had to actually strip him of the belt because he didn't do any, he didn't do anything to defend it. Now they they don't consider you a champion until you um defend the belt. So that's why Wait, he's kind that, of a paper champion, huh? Is that is that like official or is that like a like? It's you're the champ, yes, but until you defend it, you're you're like you're kind of not the champ, especially if you avoid defending your belt. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So so he didn't defend the belt for like two years, and this is when MMA fans didn't really like him. Then he fought uh, Khabib, and Khabib choked him out again. He <laughs> So he didn't even actually choke him. He just neck cranked him. So he like, you know, you know a, a, a guillotine choke where a guy has his arm around your neck. You know what I'm talking about? Ch- choke mm-hmm. you out. Well, he had it not around his neck. He had it around his um, his mouth. So you don't really get choked out by your neck. You, he, but his 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 strength when he was choking still made him tap, like the pressure. You know what I'm saying? So that makes sense. Was it just painful? I guess it's painful. I mean, yeah, of course it's painful. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's painful. But um, Khabib, that was when Khabib was like, I'm not going to fight no more. Because Khabib is, a, he was beat. I mean, nobody was beating Khabib. Nobody beat him in the UFC. And um, and so then they gave him, he went out for a while, two years, another two years. So he was doing all that shit, doing dumb shit. Came back, fought Donald Cerrone when Donald Cerrone is at his end. Like he's. He's like towards his end and fighting. He's been knocked out a bunch of times lately. You know what I'm saying? So they gave mm-hmm. him that so they can justify giving him a, a, a bigger fight. They was trying to get him to fight Khabib again, but Khabib wouldn't fight him again. So he didn't fought Dustin Poirier the other night, and uh, and that's when he beat him. I mean, and I knew, I knew he was gonna lose. I knew a hundred percent he was gonna lose. So I went on. Um, so I went on uh, DraftKings, and I was trying to see if I could bet on DraftKings, but it's hard to bet now. You can't just go and bet. I don't know where people – I guess they got to go to Las Vegas or whatever, but I was trying to bet. And so I, huh? it's funny. It's funny. This is leading into a tangent. I'm going to let you finish, <laughs> like Kanye yeah. West, I guess. But I signed up for DraftKings, and what, what was told to me is um, – it depends on what state you're in. So if you, I don't know if Georgia, they have legalized gambling there, but it checks where you are when you sign in. So yeah. if you sign in in Tennessee, you're good. But if I try to sign in in Florida, it won't let me sign in. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah, that probably has to do with it. But I used to be able to gamble from this site that was overseas and you put your money in there and you can gamble and stuff like that. And I guess they shut all those sites down. So I couldn't gamble. But if I could gamble and I had like I was talking about people have money in the bank, I would have yeah. bet I would have bet at least four or five thousand dollars on them. Man. 
because I was that sure he was going to lose. <laughs> because I knew he was a paper champion. Like when he gets in there, if, um, if, if, and let me go back. I'm not going to probably do five grand. I probably would have did like a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to think I'm a baller and shit. <laughs> Five grand. But you know, if I if I did have money in the bank for real, if I had like fifty thousand dollars in the bank, I would bet I would have bet a lot on him. And uh and because I knew he wasn't a real champion. Like he's his stand up's great, but he ha- he already showed that if he gets on the ground he loses. So I was thinking he was gonna get him on the ground, but he also runs out of um when i mean he he gets tired quickly so dustin poirier is a beast i mean he his he knocks the hell out of people he i mean he beats the brace off people so i knew he was gonna lose <laughs> and i wish i would have bet and the same thing what happened with ronda rousey i had a feeling that night when she fought uh holly Holm that she was gonna lose i knew for some reason i knew she was gonna lose and I didn't bet. I'm gonna just start showing people that I, I have a, a a thing that I have a feeling that they're gonna lose because it's like I was right about Ronda Rousey. I was right about uh, what was the, the latest? It was uh, it's like two or three sporting recent sporting events where I was like, I should just short them. I should just like root, root for the dude who, or a chick who's gonna win or lose. Well, yeah. Who, who everybody thinks is going to lose. Just bet on them. Ah, I forget who it was, but I, dude, I'm going to just start shorting people. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, but the thing is too, you don't really make money betting on people who are going to win. That's where they get you at. Like if you, if, if, um, Floyd Mayweather fights 95% chance he's going to win 97 you know what I'm saying? When he was, I'm talking about when he was fighting regularly. So, mm-hmm. so you might bet ten dollars on on uh, Floyd, right? And you're depending on the odds. Your you your profit might be five cent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then mm-hmm. then you fight. Okay, the, the his opponent, you might bet ten dollars on. You might make. $60, right? So you, you mm-hmm. would think to go with the underdog, but what happens is how people bet is they have a lot, a lot of money and they'll put two or $300,000 on Mayweather. So they don't make as much, but it's a clean profit. You know, they might have a hundred thousand. They might make, they might make 15 grand. Or if they got millions, they might put five million on them and make four, three, four, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Safe. Right. You know, so that's that's how they bet. Man. <sighs> so you get paid on the like underdog, that. but yeah. But Holly Holm, you would have got paid. Uh, <laughs> Connor, right here, the last fight, you would have got paid. There's some There's people right people. now are probably millionaires. Or made millions of dollars betting on Dustin. Man, see, uh, I knew he was gonna lose that man. I didn't watch it, and I really didn't keep up with it. But to me, Conor McGregor, like, 
he, it, it, fighters only have a certain window, you know what I'm saying, that they're really, really good. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it, it seems like he's just past that window. Well, he, so I, he, he's good. He's, he's, he's still going to be good. Um, he's not past his, his age prime, but, but with him, he only, he only he's, he's only good in stand up, right? His, 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 his ground defense sucks. His, uh, submit, his submission, uh, defense sucks. So it's kind of, that's why I say kind of a paper champ because, he's not fighting like other fighters and he's doing all this other stuff. He's got like a whiskey, Irish whiskey, uh, Irish whiskey. And, um, he's doing all that. So it's like, he's not fighting. He's not really paying attention to it, but I think his money's running, you know, probably not running now. People are probably going to get mad if I say that. Cause he, he's multimillionaire, but his money is slowing up because he's got lawsuits and all that stuff. So that's that's why he's coming back to fighting because he thinks it's easy money. That makes sense. But yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but now he just got beat bad, and then they <laughs> wanting to rerun it like you know, like you just didn't get beat. Same thing they did with Khabib. He was actually t- saying like Khabib scared of him, and Khabib just beat the brakes off him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how crazy he is he's like oh well, he's scared to fight me again didn't you just get beat <laughs> and nobody's like looking at that because they just like him man mm. dude it's crazy yeah man you might want to uh, start we didn't do we even start it hell no <laughs> i'm gonna have to like put in just a, a pre-recorded thing because we just start talking. Welcome to the Rando Life in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about all kinds of things, but I guess, yeah, that's just the way it is, like every week. First topic. So, who is your favorite? By the way, I hope y'all out there love our new cover. Who, who's your favorite tiger person? It's not Saget from Street Fighter. It's Joe Exotic, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to be like a true gamer to remember Saget from Street Fighter. Yeah. Awesome dude. Yeah. Eye patch, seven feet tall, scar across his chest. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Tie Joe boxer. Exotic. So, yeah, Tie Box. Yeah. Yeah. His favorite word's Tiger. Anyway, yeah. so, uh, Joe Exotic. That man sitting in prison, right? Mm hmm. He's like, man, President Trump is granting people all kinds of pardons. Yeah, you you know what? That's probably one of your topics, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's you, like chilling, right? You know what my topic name was? What? Joe Exotic can't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> So, hey, we can talk about it. So, here we go. Yeah, my first, let me read my first sentence. So, Joe Exotic was trying to get a pardon from Trump before he got out. That was my first. <laughs> so, he's sitting in prison. He's like, well, goddamn, man, I can get a pardon, right? Mm-hmm. He contacts President Trump. Trump was letting go straight up murderers, man. Yeah. Before they looked at, at this man. Yeah, and, he did uh, 143 plus pardons and lesser sentences right now. Bro, 
that's messed up because they, he didn't even get looked at. Like Trump was like, I'm gonna let go rapists, murderers, illegal immigrants. Yeah. But nah, man, not the Tiger King. Sorry, you gotta stay in there. And for our readers, Joe Exotic, aka the Tiger King, was convicted in 2019 of trying to hire a hitman to kill his zookeeper rival, Carol Baskin. <laughs> but you know what? You know what though? I wanted him pardoned because if you watch the show, it it was a setup. It was like, it was like, yeah, he he had he had a um, he he had okay he had two charges: the animal cruelty, which he did, but he admitted he did it. That's that's the thing. He was like, I had to. I mean, what else do you expect me to do? I mean, what do you? They hurt. What do you want me to do? And uh, and then the old the plotting to kill that bitch Carol uh, Baskin, <laughs> that dirty bitch. <laughs> but he was set up. His during, words. Yeah, he it was set up during the show. If you haven't watched the show, you got to watch the show. But when mm-hmm. you watch the show, that guy was setting them up. Like, do you want to kill her? He's like, no, nah, not really, but. Uh, I mean, can we? And he was like, yeah, you can kill her. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of I mean, like I, he was oh, no, man. pushed to. He was, he was flying over there, flying over her, her park, cussing her out, dropping shit, like, on YouTube, making crazy-ass threats. Like, man, you can't do that shit. Like, you know how easy it is to prove in court? All I got to do is ro- roll the tape. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, he was bullying crazy, her, man. but what was it? Was it an actual, you know, when it got when it got to the actual plot, and on the show to me it kind of seemed like it was some hair on it. Yeah, it might. It it might. I don't know, man. To me, it might have been a little bit of. Go ahead. And then it could have been a little hair on it too, to try to get his park from Carol. Yeah, see, that's her motive. Yeah, that's her motive, right? That's her motive. And she, he just played right into it. Yeah. It is it's so funny, dude. And, and getting back to the Trump thing, my man had a limo with a barber sitting out front of the prison waiting for him to get pardoned up until the last minute. Yeah. Up until the last minute. And could you imagine, like, not getting that pardon and you got to send a limo away with the barber? That is hilarious, man. Yeah, he was he was about to ball out with his, <laughs> with his balls out I know. now he's ball his balls are in inmates right now i know <laughs> ball out with his balls out now his balls are in inmates <laughs> i wrote that down i thought that was gonna kill him <laughs> bars <laughs> bars ball out with his balls out now his balls are in inmates <laughs> Cause Again. you know, cause you know, they said that uh, he said that um, that uh, people in jail was uh, sexually uh, molesting him. Yeah, he's gay. Yeah, he's gay. But he and, wrote, and he wrote a big letter to Trump saying that too. He's sexually abused in prison. He needs out. Man, Trump didn't give a damn. <laughs> Trump was like, "Well, it, it is what it is, bro." I seen the damn baby. Trump loves tigers. I don't know. You don't know. 
It's crazy already. I I thought they were gonna do it though. When I heard they did they did Steve Bannon, Kwame, Kilpatrick, uh Lil Wayne, Kodak Black, which I'm happy they did Kodak because I like some of his music. So but <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were really gonna do Joe Exotic said they're gonna get my boy out. He's gonna get out. <laughs> then nope. oh, did you hear what he said about uh, Trump? He said he said Trump didn't let him out because he thought I was too innocent and too gay to deserve a pardon. <laughs> he said he was too he said Trump thought he was too gay. <laughs> but but look though, can you imagine if he got out? <laughs> And they did a Tiger King part two. I know. You know Fire. how big that shit would be? I know. Netflix would have to pay him, bro. A yeah. lot of money. Netflix would make so much money having a Tiger King too. Because that was the only bad part about Tiger King. Like when they came out with it, it was so fucking good that they didn't have enough. People are mad that there was not more. Yeah. Then yeah. they had to make another episode, you know, like the episode at the end where they were interviewing, just to right. kind of give people more because they couldn't get no more after that. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It was so good. Carol Baskin, quote, I think only Joe's team and the media were even ever even thinking about a pardon for Joe. There's no benefit other than a feeble attempt to deflect attention for anyone to pardon someone who walked up to five tigers and shot them in the head in order to clear cage space for the circus, who was going to pay him to board their tigers during the offseason. Unquote. So even Carol Basket was, she's even throwing shade right now, man. He, that man didn't even get a pardon. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing. I, that bitch Carol, I was like, I was shocked that she was sitting there accusing these guys that had parts because it wasn't just Joe. He, other guys had parts too. Um, and she had a park, but she named it something different, you know, to rescue. And um, like she's rescuing them, but she still has visitors over to her down park and people playing with the uh, uh, tigers and all that. The same yep. as Joe Exotic. Uh, but she was acting like she wasn't that. That's the crazy part. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I don't know, man. It's a big mess. Then the and bitch killed her his... husband too. I know, and laughed about it. <laughs> <laughs> who would, who would feed a person dipped in tuna to a tiger? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Then they did an investigation after that show, you know, after that. It's this crazy, man. That, that whole show is crazy. I almost got to watch it again. I might watch it again one time. Man. It was good, man. And then um, you heard about the uh, mil- they, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire show. Uh, this guy was on there, and they were asking him um, the uh, Tiger King question. No. Yeah. So... This guy was on Tiger King, and um, I don't know his name. So he he got asked some questions. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I want to see if I can. So yeah, it was a big clip on um, who wants to be a millionaire. So there's guys on who wants to be a millionaire. They asked him about the uh, Tiger King show. They gave him an easy answer and he had to actually phone a friend and everything. So, oh, hell. <laughs> so I'm going to play it. He deserves to be poor. I think what I'll do here is I'll phone a friend. Okay. I'm just thinking which one. So the question is, what is the subject of 2020 Netflix documentary series in which Joe Exotic in which Joe Exotic clashes with Carol Baskin. And <laughs> so it was, uh, it was four different uh, answers. And so the answers were, let me see if I can find the answers. It was two, it was two stupid answers that was like very easy to know. But the other two, he narrowed it down to two which was big cat American big cat community or Cambridge analytic data hack. And that was huh. his two. <laughs> that was his two. <laughs> yeah. So he, he's never seen this on. He, and the bad part is he has an account with Netflix. Oh, so he never see nothing about Tiger King and seeing a cat. He would have known it was a cat. So he is a trash, bro. I'm gonna phone Joe. 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 Yeah, phone Joe. Okay. Uh, can we call phone Joe, my ass. please? <laughs> they call him. Watch this. Hello. Hi, Joe. Hello. Jeremy Clarkson here from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Hello. Hi there. Uh, now we got uh, we got Craig here. He needs your help, uh, obviously, which is why I'm calling. Just making okay. just making sure you do have uh, someone from our office, making sure you're not cheating. Yes. Yes. Of course. Filming. Good. Filming. Okay. Well, each to his own. Um, <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to hand it over to you in a sec, Craig. Um, as usual, 30 seconds to read out the question and the answers. Two remaining answers and then leave uh, Joe enough time to come up with an answer. Are you ready? Yes. Your time starts now. What is the subject of the 2020 Netflix documentary series in which Joe Exotic clashes with Carol Baskin? Is it American Big Cat Community or Cambridge Analytica data hack? Sorry, sorry, Greg, I haven't got a clue. Yeah, well, thanks very much. What the yeah, good luck. All right, thanks. <laughs> oh, <bye>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're fucked. Good luck. <laughs> mm. Mm, that's a bad one. <laughs> and then it goes on for a while, then finally answers it after he uses all his lifelines. I was <laughs> man, this shit is so crazy. It's so crazy. Man. <laughs> I always wanted to go on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire too, but I, I always get scared. I get on there and the first question get me, you know, like the first one, you know, cause the first one's always easy and they'll ask something that I don't watch or know or something like that. <laughs> How many sides to a triangle? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, fuck, damn. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm you... reading this article and this, <laughs> this tweet says it the best about this, this Joe Exotic. It says Joe Exotic had a whole ass limo waiting and Trump was like, nah, I'm good. Keep him in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's exactly what he sounded like when he probably said it to me. Did Did you hear? Did you hear about um the impersonator Vegas Joe? No, no. Yeah, so they got this guy. So okay, Jeff and Lauren from Tiger King. You remember them? That's the guy yeah. who acted like his friend and then didn't know anything about the zoo and um the dude walked like around like, the, he around like, like a he leather jacket. Tigers. Yeah. And then yeah, stole yeah, yeah. the uh stole his um <laughs> <laughs> stole his zoo right from up under Joe Exotic and put him in jail. <laughs> yeah. That guy, him and his yeah. wife, they had a um picture on Twitter of look like this guy looked like Tiger King. And um to find, you know, and then people thought he was already out of jail. So they thought he was, he'd been pardoned because they see him with this guy and find out he's a, uh, he's a impersonator. Man. Yep. And then, and then the crazy part is the guy looks just like him. No shit. Just like him. His name is Vegas. If you look up Vegas, Joe exotic, he looks just like him. Vegas Joe. Exotic. And he um they they have this show that they're gonna have, um, a, a Vegas show where he's gonna be like like a parody where they, he's gonna be imitating Tiger King and have dancers and performers and stuff. Bro, he sure does. Yeah. Man. And that, yeah, that dude's gonna he's gonna be rich. Yeah, he looks like him and everything, and uh and and uh <laughs> the mannerisms and all that stuff. So that's crazy, man. He's gonna have a show about Tiger King. He's gonna make money too. So everybody's making money from Tiger King, except for Tiger King. <laughs> except for Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was he was he was broke in the show. You know, and it's like Everybody's making money off of him, which is kind of sad. Which, I mean, he does a lot of stupid shit too, but it's kind of sad that they're making money off of him and he he can't even get none of it. And that's called America, man. People yeah, making money off people's misfortune all the time, man. With him, it's just hilarious, though, man. It's it's sad and hilarious. Like, fuck. Yeah, yeah that is a crazy show. That's, I'm gonna watch it again. I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator, eating up all the food, all the chicken, all the pig feet, all the collard green, all the hog maws. I wanna eat some of them chitlins. I love pig feet. I know I talk about weed a lot, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so this week, I mean this week, some stuff happened with weed, and weed this year is going to be totally legal. That's what my prediction is: is that weed is going to be totally legal by the end of the year. And there's a battle right now for everything to go legal. So that battle. Once that battle has ended and all the ganja smokers of the world and the medicinal grantees who are benefiting from the wonders of this herbal delight called weed, 
once this <laughs> battle <laughs> once this battle has uh concluded and is finished there's going to be another battle outside of weed for legalization and decriminalization a battle that is so great that it's going to be talked about for centuries and eons <laughs> it's going to be talked about in the universe and the whole existence spectrum. Do you know? What you <laughs> You're setting this shit up. <laughs> so, would you like to know what this battle is going to be? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> the decriminalization and legalization of prostitution and Wrong. sex work. Why was I just thinking about that? But go ahead. Yep. AKA Frida Coochie. <laughs> AKA the Battle of Vagine. Vagine? <laughs> you know, Bro, let me... that little noise. <laughs> the little macaroni noise. <laughs> macaroni. So let me, let, let me take, can I tell you a story before you go dive deep into it? Yeah. So. I keep saying this. I'm, I'm in the military. A couple years ago, I went to Germany. And we went for two weeks, right? And it was me, and it's like probably 100, 100 other people. My buddy spent years over there before we met. And then he came back here, and then we kind of settled down. And we went over there. We deployed again a couple years ago. He took me to a... Uh, you know, a high rise, an old school, like 60s high rise building, like in something you see in like moving on up, like uh, what's that series? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I, I, I didn't like watching that show, but I know which one you're talking about. That was uh, good times. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a high rise. It looks like a high rise project apartment, essentially. And. He took me to this, and it was, like, dark, man. Like, Germany is a different animal. When you go on the streets at night, they have noise ordinances. So mm-hmm. if you are a dumbass, they're going to take you away. It's no, you know, you out there making noise or any kind of, like, you flash them lights the wrong way. They, they will take you away. They don't give a fuck. So um, he took me to this high-rise apartment. And, he's, and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, because we're all drunk. We go in and there's a desk out front, and he goes, "Yeah, man, we're, you know we're gonna go in here see what they got." And I'm like, "See what they got? Why are we going into an apartment building? This makes no sense." No shit, man. The dude at the desk looks at us and he goes, "Oh, Americans, uh, just okay." He points us down a hallway. He's like, "Go in there, tell me what you like, and I'll, I'll help you out." Broken English, German type English, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cool. I shit you not, man. I'm walking down this hallway, and all the doors are open, first of all. I look in one of the doors, and there's a woman standing there, and she's in lingerie. I'm like, what the fuck? Go down two doors down. Doors open. There's a midget. Like, midget lady. A midget. She's like three feet tall, man. She's thick, though. She's thick. (laughs) Keep going, bro. And I shit you not, there's every kind of woman that you can think of. There's a woman at the end of this hallway. She comes out. They call her Miss Brazil. I still remember. This was years ago, bro. I still remember her name. Miss Brazil. She's built like a fucking brick house, bro. Big places, big titties, small waist, big ass, huge hips. Bad. Banging. 
banging, bro. She comes out, she looks at me, she goes, oh, Obama, because I kind of favor him. Oh, Obama. And she starts doing this fucking Macarena thing, and she tries to pull me into the room. Mm. And I'm like, what is going on? And my buddy's like, well, this is the red light district. You can go in. Prostitution's legal. You go in. You pay what you want. You go and do what you got to do, and you walk out. And I'm like, what? This can't be real. And it, it, if you look it up, dude, it is straight real. Like, going back to what you were saying, if they legalize this shit, they need to follow the German model, where these people have, I mean, these women, of course, I'm pretty sure they have men, too. But these people go down to the health department. They get tested. They get licensed. Yep. And they get taxed, just it's, like everything else. It's the same, it's the same benefits as weed going legal yes. and, and decriminalized. Like it, it's, it's so many positives, no negatives, really no right. negatives except for somebody's um, interpretation of what a, a female should go through for her own body and what two consenting adults, you know what I'm saying? That want right. to get together right. based on whatever terms they agree to somebody's, somebody's thoughts on that and you know the whole sex thing is kind of hidden anyway because you can i never understood it because you can it's it's illegal but you can go and do a porn right you know if you if you get a somebody to sign a a a disclosure and stuff like that and you have the foot the files you can have a porn company but and she can go in and get paid for having sex on film but not in the privacy of her own type home. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That doesn't make any sense, man. But it, that, that, huh? Uh, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense where, it, I mean, look at Las Vegas, right? They they have a whole HBO series based off of that shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do we, what kind of world do we live in? Like, what were you going to say? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, how much was a midget? <laughs> <laughs> you stupid, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you don't see a midget everywhere. That's been my friend. How much is the midget? <laughs> I'm short on time. <laughs> yeah. Where is this building at? Do you got the address? I want to go and investigate just for research purposes. Bro, so it, here's another part. Here's another part. There's two other stories to this. So the first one, we leave there. We go to another town. It's a random ass town, dude. We're walking down the street. And, you know, people have lights in front of the houses. You cut the light on just to show people your home. You cut it off if you don't want to be disturbed, here in the States at least. There, they have two sets of lights. Well, they have a set of lights, two lights. One's to let you know if they're home. They can turn it off to let you know, don't fucking disturb me. The other one's a red light. So they turn on the red light if they got somebody who's selling sex. So we walk past a dude's house. And he has the red light on. And he's sitting out on the balcony, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, we're walking. He's like, oh, Americans, come here, come here. Hold on one second, one second. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This woman that looked about his age, maybe mid-30s, comes to the door in lingerie. And we're like, no, no, thank you. That was his wife, bro. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was his wife. So it's like, what, what, okay, this is super weird. The other the, the final story, so we're at a strip club, Germany, same place, mm-hmm. and 
we walk in, and of course, you know, I love my chocolate women, my black women. There's like three you know. or four of them. They're sitting around. They see us come in, and they get to work. They start dancing. They start doing everything like that. And they, after they finish dancing, they, they hug up on you, titties out and everything, bro. Hmm. Titties out, and they're like, hey, what you want to do? We got a back room. And I'm like, nah, I don't really pay for sex because I'm innocent and shit. This was just probably <laughs> 12 years ago. I'm innocent, and I'm a fucking, you know, I don't do that, and I don't fucking do that. After they understood that we wouldn't pay for sex, this was the whole group of us. We just would not do it. it we were Americans, right? They're just like, okay. So we sit down. They get us drinks, free drinks, right? They sit down in our lap. And so here, imagine this, bro. There is a, you know, 5'11", tall, beautiful black chick sitting in my lap, dude. And she's, like, talking to me. She's like, yeah, so where you from? I'm like, yeah, I'm from Tennessee. I do this, you know, I'm in, you know, do that. And she goes, well, I'm, I'm like, where are you from? And she's like, well, I'm from France. I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah, I'm here to make money because I want to open up my own shoe boutique back home. Oh, wow. That's so, that's so ambitious. If <laughs> <laughs> we get like, a little bit of music right now, the porno music. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm going to put that in. So it's like, man, dude, I, I, here's a lady who is about to sell me herself. And I'm like drunk and shit. So I'm like, I have the most respect for you. I don't know if it's your titties or your story. It's a totally different story over there, man. Where it's where it could come over here. I'm married now, so uh, there's no way I could, you know. But if it did come over here, it would give it would open up an industry, right? Like I don't see nothing wrong be, with it. I don't see nothing wrong with it. I, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent pro for this, right? You know, because besides the whole sex thing, because I love sex and. <laughs> But you know that's a thing too. Everybody has sex, but they make it so so bad. They they make it seem like it's bad. But if you sex is the reason why everybody's born, you wouldn't be talking or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if it wasn't for sex. Right. So everybody right. has sex, regardless of whoever you think. Everybody has sex. Your body has. Your body is designed for it. So. So it's kind of hard to like decriminalize it and, and, and make it illegal. Oh, and, and, and Germany thing. Germany has always been like that. Like when I was a kid, because I went to Germany when I was a kid. So I, I've been, I lived in Germany like six years when I was a kid. I wish I would have saw it as an adult, but I was a kid over there, which was magical in its own. I mean, I've got a bunch of stories on that that we could talk about another time. But I remember... <laughs> In the magazines, you might see a, a butt cheek, a girl's butt cheek in the magazine, because they right. don't really, they really don't um, uh, make it a bad thing. They make it more of a natural thing over there, if that right. makes sense. You know, like there would never be a, a girl's butt cheek in a magazine in America like that. I'm talking about like full butt cheek on a, on an ad like a tennis ad because I had the book and I remember that magazine I had that magazine it was just a normal magazine with a girl's butt cheek on there for for tennis and I forgot what it was promoting but it was in the ads so it's like they don't really make 
uh, pornography a bad thing over there. It's just a natural, normal thing. Right, right. uh, hmm? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then I went to a beach with the family. (laughs) And it was a new beach. We didn't know. We, you know, we had beach stuff on. When we got there, I didn't get to see what I wanted to see, of course, because, you know, parents are done already dip we already out but <laughs> it was a it was a uh it was a nude beach that's crazy man that is crazy it's it's just such a different animal over there it's i don't know man i don't know are we that conservative as a country like yeah, i don't know how, man. that's how it is it's like behind closed doors you know it has to be behind there or if you're like a porn star or if you're a porn director you know something like that it's it's uh it's a bad thing it's a um something you want to you know keep hidden that type of shit if you have sexual fantasies this is some hidden stuff you know you can't talk about it you know what i'm saying and then you got the religion angle on it too as well so it's but um to get kind of to the story that I was going to talk a little bit about too is uh, Andrew Yang, right? Andrew Yang. Why does that ring a bell? That's the the Asian guy who's uh who's trying to run for president. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, he's trying to run for mayor of New York, and this is how I came up with this whole. You know, I wanted to talk about it because he's trying to decriminalize sex work in in uh, New York. Okay. Which okay. New York is the place where if something happens in New York, it spreads around the world type stuff cuz it's hard, it's hard to get stuff in in New York. You know what I'm saying? For them to do stuff. Right. Like right. even we were talking about UFC, even UFC had a hard time getting licensed to have an events in New York. It took them forever. You know? Wow. Yeah, so it's like so he's running for mayor and um, he uh, wants to um, decriminalize it. Um, and they did an investigation where they revealed that the, the New York uh, Police Department, the officers who were mm-hmm. tasked with uh, policing prostitution and stuff, um, they primarily only focused on minorities. That makes sense. And they profit off of the uh, city sex work industry by making as many arrests as possible. See, yeah. see and they don't need no evidence. They just arrest people. That makes sense because Giuliani left that whole policing thing, like mm-hmm. in New York. He, he fucked it up so bad, bro. I mean, I don't know. The intent is to clean up crime, but you can't pass laws to, you know, affect one group of people the most it's yeah. crazy it's yeah. crazy and they say it's just basically what the word word of the cops is so if you got a pretty girl you can pretty much just arrest her and say she was doing prostitution wow yeah and then they said they interviewed like a dozen lawyers cops and experts and um and they showed like the arrest figures um uh, for prostitutes and everything and they said that um they said majority of the people who were arrested uh, for the last four years was not white. Really? Yep. 
man. Yeah, and it, it's 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 crazy, man. And um, you know, you criminalizing consensual sex and commercial exchange of services, like you were talking about, like the brothels and stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah. It, I just uh, to a, to I, another is and this is the reason why they're going to do it is because it's now becoming because, you know, now with the woke, uh, everybody being woke and, you know, what I'm saying and, and talking about stuff and and that's how weed is going legal. But it's a human right. It's a human uh, rights um, kind of case. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it, it, how do you how do you. You know, if somebody does stuff in their own privacy and their own body. How can you regulate that? Right, right. And, and it's a victimless crime, right? Yeah. It's a victimless crime. It, it's, hey, I'm paying you for a service. Right. Okay. Pay me for the service. Like, yeah. you, you can say the same thing about anything. Somebody cut that, hair. Yeah, cut hair, right? I'm going to sit down in your chair. You're going to cut my hair because that's your service. Mm-hmm. With the, it, with, with the, expectation that you might fuck it up right but at least at least you're licensed right Right. and you're trained and you know more about my hair than i do or you're supposed to because you went to school for it Mm -hmm. got it and the same can be done for sex i just i don't know man it's like all this this money it it seems like this is the government wanting more money and they they don't understand it instead of paying officers to in to enforce bullshit laws, you can make more money just by regulating taxing it. That's well, that, it. That's the that's the that's the bad part is like the the abuse and the exploitation is not just from people. They, you know, you might think it's from people who are paying for sex, but the people who are paying for sex like the girl most most majority of the situations. There's gonna be a few bad situations. But majority of the situations, the guys like the girl. The exploitation is the law enforcement, the police officers. And they say that um, in those criminalized environments where where it's uh, criminalized, police officers harass sex workers. They extort them. They bribe them. They physically Mm -hmm. and verbally abuse them. And they even rape and uh, coerce uh, sex from them. Yep. Yep, that's the other part too. When you regulate, when you straight up outlaw it, you in, you you invite shit like that mm-hmm. because now you have a person that quote unquote is charged to uphold the law automatically being over the person who broke it. So now they have authority to arrest you or not. They have they have purview to to do whatever they. Like if you get pulled up for speeding ticket, right? Yeah, you get pulled up for speeding ticket. That officer can easily go. You know what? Hey, man, slow it down. And you you really don't have any power in that situation. Or he could just give you give your ass a ticket. Mm-hmm. Or if he was on the other side of the spectrum, just like you were just describing, he can go. You know what? This dude is black, so I'm gonna take it to the max. Right. You know what? You were speeding. Your window tint's too dark, and if you mouth off to me, I'm going to beat, you, beat your ass, and if it escalates, I'm going to shoot you. That's just right. the way it is, you know? Yeah, which is human rights. It all boils down to human rights, and that's why it's going to be decriminalized and it's going to be legal 
um, it has to be after a while because when people are waking up and they're starting to see stuff and they're starting to, you know, voice their opinion and, and the vi- viral element of the world, it's going to make it happen. And it's like, um, another research, uh, that they did too. They say that, um, sex workers are more, um, they're, you know, they, it's more violence against them, you know, rape, assault, and murder, yep. and, you know, by attackers who see them as easy targets. Yep. Yep. So, so that's like serial killers. There's shows on that where they go and kill these girls uh, because they know that they can't get help from the police. Man. Yep. It's and, crazy. And they got and they have to work in unsafe locations. Yep. Yep. That you know most most of them work in hotels, and we may make fun of it or it may sound. But those are unsafe locations in in those spots. Drugs, you know what I'm saying? And we talking serious now. I can't really joke about it now. We're, you know, I don't really want to joke about it anyway. But it's uh, if you think about it, you know, hotels. That's where they have to be, kind of be there. Yeah, yeah, they had to. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. for because you have a. Uh, I'm just thinking criminally. I guess you have an out like. Somebody comes to your door, a police officer comes to your door, you can go, well, no, I'm just spending the night. You have, you know, something. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're out on the street and you're, you're actually, hey, man, you want some sex? Like, it, it's just really nothing that you can do or say, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they can't, and then anything that happens to them, they can't go to the justice law. You can't, you know, they can't, they can't do anything. Anything that happens to them, they can't do nothing. And they said they didn't, uh, you know, in the same um, research, uh, they said that, a lot of sex workers don't report robbery and rape to the police. Yep. Yep. Cause they can't, you know, cause right. they're going to be afraid of being arrested cause you know, it's illegal and, yep. and, uh, being harassed and profiled and, and arrested or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or yep. just even being made fun of or laughed at. Yeah. Yeah. Or and even they, like huh? retribution, right? Like you, let's say you you go to the police station and you go, "Hey, man, this dude did something he wasn't supposed to." Usually, mm-hmm. cops they run in in clicks. So now you have to deal with other cops going, "How dare you tell you? you're nothing but a whore?" Yeah, you know it's it's, I don't know, it's fucking yeah, crazy. You can't. And then and then another thing, if they go to court. I mean, they said that in this report that they don't really testify against their people who, um, their assailants, you know, they don't, and the people who raped them or whatever, because they, they, they fear that. Yeah. You know, they fear that and they're going to get further abused because of that whole whore thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yep. you're, you're a whore. You dress that way. You know, bye bye. You, you, you deserve it. That's how people thought, you know, think right now. It's like, oh, you deserve it. And now they're going to be in court in front of everybody and people are going to know they're sex workers. Yep. Yep. So then if they really want to go straight, they can't go straight, you know, because, because now they have that record and people know who they are, you know, and this happening now with like OnlyFans and stuff like that. These girls are coming out and doing stuff like that or being porn stars and it's still a stigmatism you know is that the right word uh, against mm. that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yep 
Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and then uh, it's a whole bunch of stuff. I'm gonna tell you. I'm just gonna kind of just go through it a little bit. And then, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, but but they also said that um, they have a negative effect on them with their mental health, with their with their health as well. Um, and they they found that um, a lot of cops were using condoms as evidence of prostitution. So what? Yeah. So. Um, so if they a, a police arrested a girl and in her purse she had 40 condoms then they can arrest her for prostitution based on condoms being in her purse That's bullshit. so yeah so that stopped girls from carrying condoms for fear of arrest and then a lot of times they have sex without protection you know which is it's not really an excuse you should always protect yourself but um but that put them in a higher risk of contracting HIV and other sexually transmitted diseases. Man. Wow. Wow, bro. (laughs) But they're saying that if they decriminalize it too, that, that, you know, then they can like band together, you know, and they can organize and they can have advocate, you know, they can advocate for their rights to, you know, and protect themselves better because they can't really even talk to themselves because you know there's just so much different elements to it right right yeah that's what they need to do man like i don't know it's something it's like a prohibition back in you know alcohol days it's a prohibition yeah when they were freaking running alcohol yeah the actual side effects of trying to enforce the law like made it worse it made it a lot worse because people, you have people making moonshine, blowing themselves up and, you know, trying to escape the cops getting shot the fuck up or getting in, into accidents because people, that's when the, the hot rods came in because they had to build cars that were faster than cop cars, right? Mm-hmm. So all this shit that was going on and then you had like uh, the, the gangs, you had freaking gangsters like Italian mobsters who would make that shit and try to run it, and they would kill dudes. They kill cops, politicians. They don't give a fuck because they want that money. Mm-hmm. So now you have something that's just worse. You know, I don't know, man. I, I think that some things should be regulated, but I don't think prostitution should be regulated. I don't think weed should be regulated, mm-hmm. so, and certain other drugs I don't think should be regulated. It, it's just, it just seems like a jobs program mm-hmm. where you have to identify the bad guy hire a bunch of people to enforce the law and then now you have a whole industry that's set up to profit off of misery it's yeah. crazy bro and, crazy. and it's just it's just so many criminal elements to it like well weed you know that's why i don't smoke weed now i mean I, there's more reasons why i don't smoke weed but i used to smoke weed a lot and um i didn't stop smoking weed until i went into the military and when i went in the military i stopped smoking weed for for pretty much majority of the, of my military career. So, but I, um, I stopped smoking and, you know, not too, well, about nine, 10 years ago, I stopped smoking permanently. So I don't smoke now. It's probably been that long. It's probably been, might've been a little bit longer than that, but I don't drink as, as well. I stopped drinking. I think I told you that, mm-hmm. but the, one of the reasons too I stopped smoking another reason is because it's so hard to 
to get it. You know, if you get it, you don't know who you're getting it from. It's always creepy. You know, it's always a situation <laughs> when you get it. It's never beautiful. It's never like Pineapple Express. You remember that movie? No. You never seen Pine- Pineapple Express? What is it about? Pull up the cover if you haven't seen if you if Pineapple see. Express. It was like one of the top weed movies. Okay. I'm gonna give you a second to see if you've seen it. If you've seen the cover, you've seen who's in it. You you probably Seth Rogen's in it. I think isn't Seth Rogen? I think that's his name. And um, it was like a really good weed movie. No, I hadn't seen it. <laughs> you missed it. That's a good weed movie. <laughs> but anyway, his weed guy would come to his house. And, or he'll go to his house and his weed guy would know all the different strains of weed. It was cool. He would smoke with them. You know what I'm saying? He had the different prices and all that stuff. So I never liked that because when you try to get weed, you always have to go some some dark spot because it's <laughs> illegal. It's illegal to sell it. So it's never in the open. And you don't know what you're buying. You don't know if it's been laced. You know, and that's the perfect that's the reason why i love it being legal because you can go into an actual location it's regulated you can pick your different weed strands the people who sell the weed in the stores know what does what what strain does what you know what i'm saying remember i told you about that that website you can go on and see the strains and stuff Mm -hmm. of weed and it can be the same in sex work too you know women can can go and have health care um, they can, um, they have protection, you know, so, and, and, and they have a little bit, they have more dignity because it's decriminalized and that stigmatization of, of sex work is not in, in the world now. Same thing will happen with weed too. You know what I'm saying? After right. it goes legal everywhere, nobody's ever going to think about it like that. It's going to go right. back to being a plant. That makes sense. That makes sense. And, and, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Like, okay, so we we tried to regulate weed. We see where it got. We, we're trying to regulate prostitution. We see where it's getting us. And with all these states that are going broke, or like in debt, or I, I just, I mean, just open it up, man. Prostitution is it's not, it's not with with all. Man. It's not with with all the things that we have now. You know the. Sexual STD protection mm-hmm. and the pregnancy protection mm-hmm. and the medical where where we are now, where we can fix most of it if it does happen, we should we should be okay. We should be be all right, you know. And, Instead, and then, we we criminalize a whole industry, and now you have people getting thrown in jail. It, it's it's crazy. And then bro. you're filling up the uh, police, um, I mean the uh, jails and everything with petty crimes. I mean, yeah, weed exactly. and that. So it's like, um, they also talk about, well, the people will talk about not making it legal because you know what, what's going to happen with human trafficking and, and exploitation of children and all that stuff. That's some of the cons that people think, but, well, but it, it would never affect this because this is consensual, uh, consensual, um, between two adults. Yeah, not to kids. consent. Exactly. To consent, you have to be an adult. Like these right. dumbass arguments like, what's going to happen next? Maybe I can marry my laptop. No, yeah. you can't marry your fucking laptop because it's not a consenting adult human. I'm going to yeah. marry my dog. 
same reason, dumbass. Right. There's there's a there's a door that people just they they think either one or zero, right? They think binary. Where it's like you try to think of any kind of nuance, then you're a nerd or you you do this. I'm I'm with you, man. Like it's, as long as it's two consenting adults, hell, it could be seven consenting adults. Yeah. As long as they're adults doing whatever the fuck they want to do, why not? You know. Yeah. There's laws for um, trafficking and sexual exploitation of children. Right. So there's it's two different laws. It's, it's you know the law is for two adult adult consenting adults, which is prostitution, and that is is uh, is um, pedophilia and all that stuff like that. It's two different two different realms. Right. And exactly. that and they're all with that part's always going to be protected. You know what I'm saying? But it's the it's the adult, you know, the adult um consent, you know, consent and and two two uh consenting adults making a decision that shouldn't be criminalized. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what they were talking about and then and 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 once the governments kind of get in and do that, then um, what they're trying to do is not face uh, discrimination. And um, I mean, it's just it's just going to make it so it's just going to make it so much better, man. Safe working conditions, you know, mm-hmm. hospitals and and um, unemployment. They can file. There's a lot of stuff that's going to happen. Well, that's it. And remember. We're two rookie podcasters doing our best. Make sure and share. And if you haven't yet, subscribe. Take it away. Random white man. Go check out the Rando podcast available today on your favorite podcast platforms and at the website randolife.com. The Rando podcast, where they talk about random topics that are hella interesting, sprinkled with some humor and giving you something different to binge on. Join them and laugh today. That's the Rando Podcast. R-A-N-D-O Rando Podcast at randolife.com. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. A ton of episodes up for you to listen to already. And make sure you subscribe to be notified of future releases. Give them a great review. And be sure to tell your friends about the Rando Podcast at randolife.com.